This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello and welcome to Smart TV. My name's David Butcher and this is the Radio Times podcast where I take a look at the TV for the week coming up. What's new, what looks exciting, what's coming back that we like, what's good, what's a bit rubbish. And I give you my take on it all and guide you, hopefully, to what's worth watching. Plus, always one show to miss. I've got some good terrestrial stuff this week, but I've also got some streaming treats. Lots to get through. I'd say probably the best writer at the moment of dramas that are based on real-life events is a guy called Jeff Pope. And one of the best actors around is Stephen Graham. And they're both involved in my first pick, which is called The Walk-In. It's on Monday on ITV. It's set in the present day, or recent past, 2016, in the shadowy world of extreme far-right groups in England. Uh, And Stephen Graham plays... A guy who used to be in the National Front, he was an organiser, but now he's he's changed sides. He's older and wiser, and he's working for an anti-fascist group. And he's trying to find a mole to infiltrate some neo-Nazis called National Action so that they can sort of report back and, and stop these guys doing something ugly. And it opens in the sort of run-up to the Brexit vote and to the awful murder of the MP Joe Cox. You can probably gather from that that it's quite disturbing stuff. It's very convincing about the the conspiracy theories that the far-right groups use. And it, it makes you think about those groups and why they appeal to people and how dangerous they are. We see one young guy getting drawn into them. To be honest, particularly the second episode, for an ITV peak time drama, it hits quite hard. It's not an easy watch, but it's grippingly done and it feels important. And of course, Stephen Graham is great. So that's the walk-in Monday night, ITV, nine o'clock. We don't often see 
Stories about disabled characters and their lives explored in a lot of depth on TV dramas. You, what you tend to get is there's a disabled character here and there and they're not usually centre stage. In my next pick, they very much are. It's called Ralph and Katie on Wednesday on BBC One. So it's a spin-off from The A Word, if you remember that, Peter Bowker's brilliant drama about a boy with autism and his family. And if you watch that, you might remember that in that show, uh, in the last series, there was uh, a scene where two of the characters with learning disabilities got married. Um, what this does is it picks up their story after that and follows their married life, Ralph and Katie. It's funny, it's almost like a comedy drama, it's moving. Peter Bowker really knows how to write this kind of thing. But he's not the only writer. He's written the first episode, but he's kind of in charge of a writer's or a bunch of writers contributing episodes. That's unusual, it's not unheard of. But in this case, all the writers contributing episodes, they all have disabilities of their own. That makes it really groundbreaking in British drama, but it's also worth watching in its own right. It's called Ralph and Katie on Wednesday on BBC One. Okay, another drama, very different again, quite an arty one. It won't be to everyone's taste, I suspect, but it's very cool and out there. It's called Jungle. If you can get Amazon Prime, it's on there from today, the day this podcast comes out, Friday, 30th of September. It's about young black people living in a futuristic, heightened kind of London. It's a little bit sci-fi. And it's an anthology thing, so we follow different characters and their stories. The first one is it's kind of a classic plotline about a guy who's caught up in crime and he's doing a robbery, but he wants it to be his last one, his last job. He's had enough. Um, and, of course, it goes wrong. But the thing that makes Jungle different is it's a bit like a musical. So... Uh, key moments in the story the characters suddenly start rapping they break into rap and maybe they have an argument in rap while there's beats in the background so it feels a bit like putting it very crudely top boy the musical except it's not gritty realism it's sort of all very stylized and a little bit theatrical and filmed in a very arty way it's not perfect there are pacing issues here and there but it's very British, very London, actually. Uh, it's very intense. It feels very now, even though it's set in the future. And it's very well done. It's called Jungle. That's on Amazon Prime now. As it happens this week, there are a couple of quite similar programmes. The two of those programmes where famous people talk about their health problems, which have become very popular recently. Uh, on ITV, the first one is called Paxman Putting Up With Parkinson's. Uh, that's on Tuesday on ITV. If you follow University Challenge, you can't help but see how Parkinson's disease has affected Jeremy Paxman. And this kind of goes behind the scenes of the show, but also of his day-to-day -day life. And in quite a poignant way, shows how someone who has an incredibly sharp brain is being slowed down by the disease. And clearly, Paxman's understandably quite grumpy about it all but it's also clear that he was always a bit of a grumpy sod and that makes it quite funny too at times to be honest he says to his physiotherapist at one point you don't get better with this you just get to a more competent level of fakery it, which is the part of the course so it, it yes it's gloomy and sad but there are some quite funny sweet bits of the program too and you learn a lot about Parkinson's and a lot about Jeremy Paxman. And if you ever wanted to see him trying to dance 
Ballet, this is your chance. So that's Paxman putting up with Parkinson's. That's on ITV on Tuesday night. You probably won't want to watch that last one and this one as well. It might be a bit much because they're they're similar in some ways. They're both about progressive brain diseases. Uh, this one's called Head On Rugby Dementia and Me, and it's on Wednesday on BBC Two. If you're a rugby fan, rugby union. I'm afraid it's really going to affect how you see the game. Can't get away from it. It's about Steve Thompson. If you follow Rugby Union, you'll know he was in the England team that won the 2003 Rugby World Cup. But he can't remember that now. He can't remember the birth of his own children. His memory's really going. His focus is going because he's got early onset dementia uh, at the age of 42. And it's as a result, almost certainly, of the incredible number of head impacts that he took as a player. So he says at one point, the game that gave me so much is starting to take everything from me. He's one of a big group of players who are bringing a legal action against the rugby authorities. It's really sad, but it's really important because it's this is already a factor in other sports as well. It's in football, it's in American football, it's a big deal there. And it feels like the authorities just aren't dealing with it properly. But this, I think, will change people's view of things and it it could be a big contribution to that debate. So it's called Head On Rugby Dementia and Me on Wednesday on BBC Two. Right, now, Disney Plus. If you've got Disney Plus, there's a new five-part drama on there called The Old Man. You may have seen the trailers. And it's got Jeff Bridges in it, who some of us would watch in anything. It could be just a straightforward action thriller. He's a former CIA man who has got people coming after him, trying to kill him for something terrible he's done back in the day. But the twist is, well, it's in the title, he's an old man. He's in his 70s. So he kind of, he struggles to pull his own socks on. How's he going to deal with a bunch of hired assassins? Well, it turns out he still has the the skills, the kind of Bond-like skills. And he also has a couple of dogs that come in handy now and then. So there's some great action scenes. There are, there are also some kind of deeper currents in there about age and growing old and atoning for your past and so on. There's also John Lithgow who co-stars. It's, it's not as deep and meaningful as it thinks it is, but it is a good watch. Jeff Bridges, of course, is amazing. So that's The Old Man uh, on Disney Plus now. While I'm on streaming services, quick run through a couple of films. Apple TV Plus now has the greatest beer run ever on. It's the film with Zac Efron as a kind of, he's a frat boy type guy in the 60s who wants to take a load of beer to Vietnam to give to his buddies in the army. It's directed by Peter Farrelly. So it's kind of a goofy caper thing, but it's also, it becomes much more an anti-war film in a slightly simplistic way, but it's very watchable and it's got Bill Murray in as well. So that's the greatest beer run ever on Apple TV Plus. Bigger deal, there's been a lot of buzz about this. Blonde is on Netflix now. It's really divided people. It's the film about Marilyn Monroe. And it's a bit like the Elvis film earlier this year, and it's another sort of icon of the 1950s. But the story told not in a kind of faithful, journalistic kind of way. It's more impressionistic, visually very intense. Some would say style over substance. Blonde, it's about... Marilyn Monroe's sort of tragic side. It's very much about her medical problems, her victimhood, really. But it's powerful stuff. It's Anna de Armas. She gives a hell of a performance. That's available on Netflix now. It's just worth mentioning, film-wise, that on Terrestrial, 
if you're in on a Saturday night, but for whatever reason, if you don't follow Strictly Come Dancing, Channel 4 has got a really handy alternative lined up because they're showing the three Star Wars sequels over the next three Saturdays, starting with The Force Awakens, Episode 7. It's a relaunch the whole saga in a way. It's the one with Daisy Ridley in it. Harrison Ford was back as Han Solo. It's a great ride. If you've, if you've never seen it, now's a chance to see it free to wear. If you have, it was probably a few years ago, so it's worth a revisit, assuming you're not watching Strictly. Or record it to watch on a rainy day. I feel like I'd be sort of neglecting my duties. I didn't flag up a handful. There's a bunch of returning BBC series that are all brilliant and you'll be glad to see them again. They're all back this weekend. First of all, The Graham Norton Show on Friday on BBC One. It's the best chat show on telly. Also, uh, then on Saturday, later with Jules Holland is back, the best music show on TV. It's great to have him back. He's got the 1975 on the first show. People will be very happy to see Sunday on BBC Two, the second series of Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy, which is the lovely show where he goes around Italy learning about regional cuisines at the first one he starts in Venice. So that's Sunday night, BBC Two. And also on BBC Two that night, there's the return of The Ranganation, which is the very likeable show where Ramesh Ranganathan has a panel of ordinary punters plus his mum and they put the world to rights and it's great fun. So all those old favourites are back. A couple of finales to mention quickly on streaming services. For people who for years have followed The Walking Dead, amazing zombie epic, incredibly bloody and complex and so on, uh, the last block of episodes of the last series, I think it's series 11 now, that will start landing on Disney Plus from Monday and then there'll be new episodes each week. Very different show is Yellowstone. If you can get Paramount Plus, they've got the series four finale of that. Uh, it's a sort of tortured modern day Western with Kevin Costner, who plays the, the patriarch of a ranching family in Montana. If you like Westerns, all the seasons are on there on Paramount Plus. It's got incredible scenery and big storylines. It's a really good watch. That's Yellowstone on Paramount Plus. OK, so finally, a lot of the stuff I've been talking about feels quite kind of heavy or maybe a bit quite demanding in some ways. This isn't. This is called Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. It's on Channel 4 late at night. It's two episodes on Friday night. And it's kind of for, if you know, it's, it's Friday night. You may be slightly intoxicated and what you want is something that's a bit easy on the eye and a bit nuts. It's kind of a spoof kids show. It started out on, on YouTube, people know, way back in 2011. It's a bit like a sort of Sesame Street type thing. There's three characters, a yellow guy, a red guy and a duck, and they each week they learn about something. In the first week they're learning about the world of work and jobs and so on. And it, it's visually amazing. It's got brilliant felt animation and really zingy colours. But it gets quite unsettling and creepy and odd. This is a kind of, it's a sort of bigger budget remake of the YouTube series with the same talent. And if you're in the right frame of mind, it's wonderful uh, in a slightly haunting way that might give you weird dreams. But that's Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, late on Friday night on Channel 4. Now, my one to miss this week is called Unbreakable. It's on BBC One. And it's it's quite rare that a new series comes along and you think, how how did that make it? How did that get on air? What were they thinking? Put simply, it's a reality show where you get famous couples or 
vaguely famous people and their other halves, uh, and they're given tasks to do a bit like sort of I'm a celebrity type things. And the idea is that it's testing the strength of their relationships or their marriages. But that's it's all a bit woolly, and the whole thing it feels like very cheap naff telly with some fairly third-rate celebrities like the bloke who runs Pimlico Plumbers who often crops up in things and a, a BMX cyclist you may or may not have heard of. If it was on ITV2, that'd be fine. But it's peak time on BBC One and it doesn't feel like it belongs there, to be honest. I think maybe they're aiming at an older audience, but I don't think they're going to like it. Even Rob Beckett, who's the host, he looks like he thinks the whole thing's a bit mad. And he's not wrong. So that's called Unbreakable on BBC One. Uh, I won't tell you when it's on because you don't need to watch it. That's all for this week. If you want to know more about any of those things I've talked about, take a look in Radio Times magazine or you can find out more on radiotimes.com. This podcast, Smart TV, comes out every Friday. There are going to be exciting new Radio Times podcasts coming very soon, I'm glad to say, with some big stars involved. So look out for those. I'll be back next week with more good stuff to watch. Until then, bye for now and happy viewing. <laughs>